Hello, Internet, and welcome to the Sky Simplified podcast, exploring astronomy through a different perspective, one episode at a time. My name is Pranet Sharma, and I am a high school junior, as well as an absolute lover of everything astronomy. With me today, I have Daniel Alexi, a historian who studies astronomy's impact on history. If this is your first time here, please make sure to subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts, and please rate us. The best thing you can do for this podcast is to share it around, so please let your family, friends, postman, neighbors, grocer, plumber, teacher, professor, anyone who you talk to know about this podcast. Now that we've gotten all of that out of the way, it is time to begin. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Okay, so let's get started on today's topic, exploring astronomy through the eyes of history. Mr. Alexi, welcome to the show. We're glad to have you on. Let's take a minute and please share with the listeners your overlap with astronomy and how you got interested with the field. Sure, and, and thanks for inviting me, Burnett. My name is Daniel Alexi. I work at Town Creek Indian Mound State Historic Site in North Carolina. Um, I, I have some administrative duties at the site. But uh, probably for uh, the purpose of what we're doing here, um, my, my main duties would be a, a, a historic interpreter. Uh, I interpret history for visitors to the site. Awesome. I'm really excited to get your perspective on astronomy. You know, I've mostly studied astronomy purely quantitatively looking at hard science and data, but kind of the more humanities aspect of astronomy is one of the most fascinating aspects of it. I kind of explored this in one of my earlier podcast episodes, and I'm super excited to explore it again here. So kind of to discuss this topic and this overlap, I've, I've curated a series of questions about kind of all of the fascinating intersections that we have with your expertise and kind of in general combining that with kind of astronomy. So let's begin. So starting off, where does your connection with the field start? Like, how did you get interested into it and, and how does that manifest itself? So um, I got interested in astronomy uh, when I was a, a young person. I was probably in the third or fourth grade and my parents recognized something in me and decided that a telescope would be a good Christmas present. Um, there wasn't a person in the house that knew how to use a telescope. Uh, so I had the telescope. I, I kind of, I looked at things with it, but I didn't really understand anything about it. And I, I had an uncle who came to visit much later. It may have been six or eight months later who, uh, who actually came out and, and, you know, taught me a little bit about it, showed me how to use it. And, and I remember vividly to this day, you know, the first time I ever focused on uh, our moon and, and I could see craters on the moon yeah. uh, and, the, and the impact that had with me, the, the feeling of being able to see in real time something that I had only seen pictures of, you know, back in those days in an encyclopedia or, um, you know, heard people talk about. Yeah, yeah. Kind of looking through a telescope is one of the best parts of astronomy exploration. And having recently acquired a telescope myself, I definitely agree with you. So what's kind of your favorite intersection of history and astronomy? That, that's a really neat question. Um, because of what I do, I, I communicate with people a lot. 
the job of an interpreter is less instruction or teaching and more provocation. Right. So what I'm trying to do when I talk to people is to get them to ask themselves or, or, or aloud the questions that lead, you know, to these new thoughts. Right. Um, and, and because of that, I really like uh, the solstice and the equinox events. Um, I, I really like that. It's easy to to uh, explain to people what is happening. It's a relatively simple event. Um, it's something that people for, you know, over 10,000 years have been aware of. Um, it, it is it is a it is a natural thing. It happens. People know where the sun comes up and where it goes down. And so I can very easily explain to someone what's going on and, and, and in that way kind of get them to, to maybe take a step back and look at things in, in a little bit more of a basic way. Right. So would you say kind of just, just that aspect of allowing people to interpret things for themselves, just using their experience makes that kind of special? I do. Um, the site that I work at, there are some solar alignments with with buildings um, and some seasonal alignments. And so it helps you know, the time period that I'm primarily talking about here at Town Creek is, uh, you know, just prior to contact from from about 800 until the middle 1400s. Right. So it, it helps to to have this 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 piece of continuity something that we can talk about today that people have been able to experience, you know, through all these times. Right. Awesome. So would you say that astronomy has ever helped change the course of history or like, are there any historical events that turned out differently because of the human study of astronomy? I, I think, I think, you know, I think you could make a good case for saying that all historic events have been, affected by astronomy uh i don't know if i'm going to be able to put my finger on a single event but i I think that it's important to talk about you know like all the things that that have come from astronomy with you know navigation and uh you know uh, city planning um farming people who could people who could pay attention to what was going on overhead during the day and the night were able to better plan uh, for events throughout the year, um, you know, lots and lots of, of, uh, faiths and religions have roots in astronomy also. Um, so again, it's, it's a, it's, there's quite a few pieces of continuity in there that can help to bring the past, uh, a little closer to the present. Right. Yeah. That's very cool. I never thought about it that way, but that's true. Kind of just like the exploration of the stars has, has kind of been, the the first domino almost in, in a lot of events that you don't think about. So would you say that astronomy as a field has ever been impacted by history or historical events? What, yes. Um, and, and I can say that, that for me personally, the, uh, when the Hubble telescope came online and started sending these, uh, uh, you know these incredible images back that you could that you could look at and you could see um, that that had a huge impact with me and and I think that it has with everybody because if you, if you do a Google search 
you know, right now, uh, if you open up a tab and you right. Google search the Great Orion Nebula or or uh, Whirlpool Galaxy or, or, you know, things even further away, you're going to be seeing images that uh, are clearer now than, you know, than they ever have been before. Right. Um, so that 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 was an event that in my lifetime has had a, a, a real impact on, on, on me personally. Right. That makes sense. So kind of, how does, you know, th- I thought this was a very interesting kind of combination, right? Like, not only do you explore the the more, like, humanity side of interpreting astronomy, you also kind of love astrophotography. So how does, how does kind of your love of interpreting astronomy that way tie into your love of astrophotography? Well, um, I, I do love astrophotography, and it, and it appeals to... Uh, it appeals to the the uh, the side of me that that likes to to talk to people and to to see the aha moment on on someone's face, but right. uh, it, it kind of uh, it impacts with the, the the technical side of me also. I love the gear. I love I love measuring things with a micrometer and getting you know my filters and my lenses and everything set exactly right. Uh, and these are these are generally pretty complicated systems that, that we can set up to, uh, to take pictures of something that is, you know, so far away. Um, the time for me, uh, we, we have an astronomy program. We run, uh, through the cooler months here at town Creek. And, um, when you look visually through a telescope, what you see in any instant is basically an instant. Your eye cannot record um, you know, several moments of data and then, and then let you see that all at once. Right. But a camera can, a camera takes a longer exposure. It, it, you know, it captures more data and, uh, and there, uh, you're able to see better what's going on. So at an event, when someone's looking through a telescope, especially now, since you can Google these amazing images of Mars Mars isn't really exciting to look at through a, a four-inch telescope anymore. Right. But, uh, you know, I can set up equipment here and use a video screen to, uh, to let people see, you know, longer exposures and, and to stack, you know, multiple images. And in that way, they can see something that's more like what they're accustomed to seeing, you know, in a web search. And it's, and it's, it's really neat to point with a laser pointer up at what appears to be a blank piece of sky and, and then take one image and let people see, you know, what a blurry little spot, you know, looks like. Right. And then to stack 14 or 15 images. And then all of a sudden you start to see, you know, structure of, of a galaxy or something that to me, that is very, very cool. Right. Yeah. So in what way would you say that astrophotography is an art form and like, Kind of in a lot of art, there's like typically a medium. So like, just just if you could describe it in terms of art, how would you do so? So, um, I, I, there's a lot of art, and I and I think that I think that we can broaden the term of art. I, I think that probably every person is an artist at something. Um, there is an art to setting up the equipment in astrophotography there's an art to making things work 
if you're not interested in you know the technical aspect of things then it's not going to be interesting to you but uh but to do it and do it well it takes practice uh certainly someone with an aptitude for it is going to be better at it but it but it as an art i think is something that can be learned and taught um so you, you're capturing these pictures uh and and i call it data a lot but right. uh, you're capturing these images and then you have to process the images and and this is a totally different art this is an art where you're taking software i think that a lot of people if i use the term photoshop understand that i'm talking about taking an image and 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 making it look more like what it is that that you wanted it to look like right um so there's lots of programs that we use in astrophotography um including photoshop but there are a lot of different programs and and it really is an art and this is honestly to to be honest this is a part of it that that i'm not as good at processing to me is uh a little bit tedious you know i do it because i want to see uh a result but the 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 best part of it for me what i really like uh is is setting up the equipment and then and then being able to show people things and and this um you know using all the programs to to combine the data and tweak it and turn it into you know a a beautiful picture to me that that is that is uh a little bit more tedious right yeah that makes sense so kind of what do you think is the most important tenet of astronomy um and kind of you know i talked about briefly in our last episode about how the humanities help sciences control itself kind of making sure we don't reach too far too fast so going into the future what would you say is like the most important thing to keep in mind um well, I mean, I've, I've talked about web searches several times, and, and I'll, I'll say uh, I, I love the Internet, and I love uh, having access to the Internet, and, and I want the world to have <clears throat> access to the Internet. Um, and the, uh, you know, there, there is a, a project now uh, with a, a satellite array or a train, if you will, um, that, that is doing that. And, and I'm excited about it. I, I will, I will probably be a consumer of that product. At the same time, it is impacting my hobby, um, right. with, uh, you know, more satellites. And it's not just with the internet. It's, you know, weather satellites and it's, it's all the different things that are orbiting are starting to impact astrophotography. But we have programs that can, that can take that stuff out. So, you know, it's another step, but you have programs and scripts that you can run that can remove those things. But moving forward into the future, however far into the future you want to go, it will just become more and more and more um, uh, cluttered. There will be more stuff there. Um, The possibility for advertising exists. Uh, It's not something that... uh, you know, is going on right now, but the but the ability to post a message in the sky, you know, that could be something that uh, commercially people would be interested in. Um, so for me, um, creating good rules to preserve um, the view shed, um, to me, that is very, very important. Okay, that makes sense. 
Well, thank you so much for coming on today. This has been a really interesting conversation. Um, I was wondering if there was one thing that you could say to the astronomers, historians, students, or teachers who might be listening, what would it be? Uh, wow. You know, um, look at the sky. Uh, as, as an outdoorsman, I, I learned how to, uh, to, to navigate by stars. I learned how to navigate by the sun. Um, just, just go look at the sky. Uh, you don't have to understand everything you're looking at. I mean, <laughs> clearly I don't, but it's there and it, and it is amazing. And the more you look at it, the more you know about it. And, and, yeah. and people have been looking at the sky as long as people have looked, you know, up, as long as there have been people on this planet. Well, thank you so much again for coming on. I hope you listeners are a little bit more enlightened. I know I sure am. Is there any social media or websites that you'd like to plug? Well, um, we do have a great website, uh, Um And there we have a lot of information. We've created uh, virtual tour information, some virtual museum information museum information and uh and all our contact links are available there so i would invite everybody to go and check that out awesome i will put that link in the description of this episode well thank you so much once again thank you so much listeners for listening and until next time clear skies the skies of play podcast is created hosted edited and produced by Cornette sharma the music is by Cornette sharma for questions about the show go to www.skysimplify.com as always, thank you for listening and clear skies.